Greetings and salutations. Peace and blessings to all. Welcome, ladies and gentle niggas, to the podcast about nothing, where we discuss everything. I am your host, Nico Lamar, but you can also call me the Rehabilitated Fuckboy. Welcome to Intimate Revelations. So strap in, enjoy yourself. And let's get into this episode. Good evening, ladies and gentle niggas, and welcome to another episode of Intimate Revelations. I am your host, but you already heard my names in the intro. Um... It's great to be back with you guys. And uh, this week, we have a guest. This week on Intimate Revelations, we have Amina, like Stamina, Lovell. Um, thank you for being with with me this week. And um, But before I let you uh, interact with my people, you know, Black people, we're a little particular about who we fuck with. Um, so tell my guests a little something about you, who you are. Where you from? What you about? You know what I'm saying? And then yeah. we can get into this. Absolutely, absolutely. So, a little something about me. Grew up on an island, living in the states for 17 years. Been through a whole lot. Recently, was a news producer um, and a journalist. Gave that up, and I'm now pursuing my dream in animation writing. So, I think that's a quick fact check for who I am and what I'm about. I hopefully. We'll uh, I'll, I'll pass the test for the people. No, 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 no. You're not just gonna speed past. I'm from <laughs> an island. Like what island? You know what I'm saying? Like Gullah Gullah. You know what I'm saying? Like Gilligan's. Which island is that? Both lit places, but no. Um, an island called Antigua and Barbuda. It is a little dot on the map in between. Like if you think in Barbados, Saint Martin. Trinidad and Tobago, it's like right in the middle before a couple of those. So um mm. so all those joints are like a hop, hop and a skip away? About two hours by plane. Yep. Mm. So how so you said you moved to the States at what age? Sixteen. Sixteen. So from birth until sixteen, explain that experience. Man, okay. So birth was actually London. Lived there till I was four, and then four to sixteen was Antigua, and that experience, in a nutshell, was basically like imagine growing up next to the sun. Like it was a lot of fun. I have a lot of great memories in my childhood. It was beautiful. Um, I, I, it's it's really hard to put into words in terms of just having that community around you and feeling like you're supported and loved. I really really enjoyed it. Um, Coming here, it was a little bit of a culture shock, but I loved it because Black America is just so vital and amazing to the culture. And a lot of Caribbean islands copy and paste what and what you guys do and say. A lot of my childhood that I came up with was all like American TV. So it was like kind of living in a movie when I first got here. I felt very lucky and blessed to be here. So it was an interesting experience. I really enjoyed it. Listen to how she trying to butter up y'all. You know what I'm saying? 
You know what I'm saying? Like, oh my God, like, I love Black American people. Y'all are the best. I'm not worthy to be in the culture, but thank you for accepting me. If you really want to West Indian, I can tell you how not shit you are and that we're all better than you because we, we, we weren't portrayed as crackheads and ghetto, like, like shaquishas on television. But I've been here too long to, to fall into that narrative, so... For sure. So you say coming here, when you say coming here, like in the States, where, where was home to you upon arrival to America? Upon the land of milk and honey. It was Miami, Miami, Florida. Lived there for six months. And then I moved to Texas and went to uh, high school again because we graduate at 16 in the Caribbean. And then from there, um, I went to school in San Antonio. So I went Miami, Houston, San Antonio. So- when you landed in the port of Miami, yeah, did you live in one of those tent cities like in Scarface? <laughs> no, I lived. <laughs> I lived in a condo complex um, in Doral. Okay, 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 okay. You wasn't down there, Libertad, <laughs> Libertad. <laughs> no, 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 no. Okay, no. my mom, so, had, yeah, set up some stuff for us before I got here, so I wasn't, you know, thank God, living in a in a tent city. Nah, that wasn't me. So you leave Antigua, move to Miami for six months. Then you said you moved to Texas, correct? Correct. And you said Houston, right? Yep, 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 yep. Fun fact, I actually went to the same high school as Lizzo. We're in the same graduating class. You know her? Duh, nah. Huh? I'm, not, so, I'm not even gonna try in front like I do now. We just went to the same graduating class. That's it. Oh, because that's a crazy like for me. Like graduating from the high school I graduated with, like we all like went to school together from like kindergarten to high school, so we all knew each other. So right. if somebody was famous in my high school, like I know them. That's what's up. But yeah, I mean it is, but it ain't because everybody feel like they know you, but. I feel like you passed the test. Um, you let my people know about you so they can feel comfortable. So she cool, y'all, right? Right? I don't think so. <laughs> All right, so we're going to change gears. Uh, what did we say we were going to talk about first? I'll let you choose. What 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 topic you want to talk about first? Ooh. You want to go into the, the Chloe Bailey thing real quick? Sure. Absolutely. Let's keep it fresh. That's what's on everybody's right. minds. Yeah. So let's pretend we live in a world where people aren't tied to their phone 24-7, and my listeners and me do not know what was going on. Tell the people what happened. So in a nutshell, Chloe Bailey was stepping on necks and snatching wigs, being incredible, um, posting a bunch of seductive pictures and videos and of her dancing and just basically being an early 20s beautiful Black woman. And um, a lot of pygmies didn't like it. A lot of people were hating. And then she came out and responded with it. And I think in the response is where she kind of lost some of us. Because you don't really owe us anything. And so you don't need to react to everything that someone says. So that's in a nutshell what happened, I think. For me, right? Um, What I don't understand about this is... We are all aware that Al Gore's internet, in which the way we have chosen to use it, is a cesspool. So if you have 
thousands or tens of thousands, hundreds of, hundreds of thousands or a million followers. I don't understand for the life of me why somebody would even consider looking at comments. Like, I just, I just, I just don't understand it. First of all, I don't think this young lady owed us anything. If you just, like I said, if I'm going to post some shit like that, I treat it like, uh, like I'm on the QV, QVC shopping channel and I'm selling the rotisserie chicken air fryer. You can set it and you forget it. <laughs> don't go back. Don't look at it. Like, I feel like that's your own ego and hubris that makes you even want to look at some shit like that because you know that people are not going to, I mean, there might be some, there might be 5,000 positive comments, but that negative one is going to be so fucked up and it's going (laughs) to, it's going to pull your little heart out, man. So why, I don't understand why people do that. Uh, What are your thoughts? I think I chalk it up to age. I feel like when you're that age and you're trying to really come out as yourself, like really express yourself and be open and you get that hate back, you want to explain, but no, I'm not trying to, but I was really just being, and please everybody just still like me. And again, I chalk it up to age because once you become really comfortable in yourself and you just kind of accept who and what you are, you don't really give a fuck about what anybody has to say. So I I just feel like, I I feel like, and she lost me a little bit in her comments when she said, I'm not doing this for attention. That you are, (laughs) you are Chloe Bailey. (laughs) I mean, you, you are doing that. And And now I I will say that not every post of like a chicken in a bikini and looking good is just for men's attention. It's just for attention and likes. That's not always true. Sometimes, you know, I'm looking good and feeling myself. I just kind of want to show off a little bit. It's not so listen, like what you listen, saying? Let me let me let me call you on your bullshit. <laughs> because if that were not the case, right? If it wasn't for the ogling eyes of men or attention or any of that, right? If you were looking good and feeling good and you were like, oh shit, I look good, looking at yourself in the mirror would be enough. You wouldn't need to post this to the world, the universe. And the aliens, because they have probably hacked our satellites and they're looking at Chloe Bailey's busted challenge and they are erect just like me. But <laughs> oh my God. I'm just saying, I'm just saying, if that was the case, you wouldn't need to be out here posting shit on the Internet. Well, sometimes it's just like, no, I will be honest with you. It's not always about the male gaze. Like me getting dressed up and me doing things for me isn't necessarily about the male gaze. It is like, hey, I want to dance, for instance. Like she had um, one of the videos where she was dancing seductively in her room. She probably practiced that a couple of times and she's really proud of herself. It's like, I want to show people. So that's for attention. It doesn't necessarily have to be for attention, though. It could just be, again, self-expression. Like... Dancing is self-expression. If it's self-expression, expressing it to self would be enough. (laughs) Right? Or am I tripping? Maybe I'm too old. Maybe I'm too old. Maybe I'm old and I don't don't get it. I don't know. Because I I, I can't get behind that every time I post something, it's for someone else. Because it's not always about that. Sometimes, again, I just look good, I feel good, and 
I just want to, I have, a, I'm having a good hair day and I want to take a picture of it, share it with the world. So what year were you born? 88. So you mean to tell me from 1988 until the year 2012, there was never a moment where you felt good and it was, you felt great. You looked good. You felt good. And you just looked in the mirror and that was enough. Yeah. But now we have vehicles to share. And isn't that what everybody right, does? Right. Like over that means, our lives, right? It's not always means, about attention. But though. that means it's for attention. That's all I'm saying. I'm trying to I say it's like, not, but it is. I don't feel like every motive. Like, we don't know what's going through someone's mind. Back in the day. <laughs> okay. Back in my day when we back felt good, okay. looked good, we just looked at ourselves in the mirror. We went to the pencil sharpener in, in, <laughs> in first period, showed that off. But even still. It was for attention. Well, okay. I will say maybe she word, worded it a little, eh, but I, 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 I can't completely knock her for saying that because again, I agree. Not everything we do is for attention. And maybe in her heart of hearts, maybe she really feels like I'm doing this because I want to express myself. She grew up in the generation of sharing and oversharing her life. And so she feels like it's just like second nature now to do that. Like a lot of us millennials feel like, oh, you always in front of your phone, you're taking pictures, you're just trying to get attention. But a generation behind us, their whole lives have been about being online and talking and commenting and, you know, being authentic and all this catharsis and yada, yada, yada. Like they overshare their lives at this point. So, yeah. And that, and that, that's where it cuts both ways. And they don't see it as I'm looking for attention, they see it as I'm just you know, being part of my generation. This is just what we do. This is how we communicate. And I'm all for that. But all I'm saying is you got to be, you got to, you got to be, you got to be honest and logical about it. Like for every great comment and everybody, it's the, it's the arch in her back for me. Yes, queen and all this shit. Like that sword swings the other way. So it's going to be motherfuckers hating. Yeah. So if you if you can't take if you want to get the good and you can't take the bad, just turn the fucking comments off. It's just you know true. what this you know what this reminds me of. This reminds me her complaining about the negative uh, flack that she got for this shit reminds me of when the lady was talking about uh, Louis C.K. jerking off on the phone with her. Like Dave Chappelle said, just hang up, just hang the phone up. Her, the comments off Chloe Bailey and you people still like your shit. You'll get all your likes and you won't get none of the negativity. You know what I'm saying? I, I, it's, I, it's simple. I totally hear you. But part of her, um, part of her video too, like her responding was her saying she was, you know, struggling with self-esteem and confidence. And again, it comes back to the generational thing of if I can go through this, you can let me inspire you. It's okay. Because every woman has felt insecure, especially early 20s, figuring out your body, playing with your sensuality, who you want to be, expressing yourself in certain ways. Every woman has felt that. And so I feel like she felt, okay, let me step up and say something so that all this negativity, I can try and transmute it into maybe something inspiring. It didn't all, all go over very well, but I feel like at the heart of it, her intentions were pure. So I can't really knock her for that. And again, she owes us nothing. Like, keep that same confident energy you had when you're dancing in your room. You know, bad yeah. bitches do what bad bitches does. If that's who you are, be it, own it, love it, move forward. Like, 
I definitely agree. I want the Chloe Bailey videos to continue. <laughs> I mean, like, you know what I'm saying? We've yeah. all been through a rough uh, 2020. 2021 has been 2020 junior so far. So, you know, the busset challenges, the silhouette challenge. I'm all for it, man. Just keep the bad knee having chicks out of challenges. The what? If we can do that. The bad knee having chicks. The bad knee. Like, <laughs> If if you are if you are old ho and you can't dip low no more, stay out of the challenge because oh you're ruining God. it for everybody. Oh. And I mean that with all due respect. Oh. I don't mean no disrespect. I, I'm sure you do. I'm sure. And when you I do. say and when I say hoes, I mean that as a term of endearment. You know what I'm saying? I don't mean that like like oh like I don't respect you. But I'm just saying, y'all some old hoes. Your knees is wow. bad. Stay out the challenge. Wow! 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 Lots like if that was. If there was a, a eggplant swinging challenge, I wouldn't jump in that. How would y'all feel if I jumped in the eggplant sweet swinging challenge and my eggplant ain't an eggplant? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> y'all wouldn't let me rock with that shit. Absolutely not. And first of all, I'd love to see that happen as a challenge. It's just to see how many men would actually have the balls to do that shit. Bro, I do not want to log in to my Instagram. <laughs> Yes, the boinker. I like. I mean, I, ladies gotta have fun too. The the ways in which like I want the Chloe Bailey videos to continue. Look, I know a lot of women who would love an eggplant uh, challenge, an eggplant swing challenge. Absolutely. That, that is gross. How is that gross? It's it's just gross, man. <sighs> like, and I gotta. Okay, this might be taken bad, but this is how gross it's gonna be. Like. I remember back in the day and, you know, <clears throat> it's Friday night, you 12, you ain't got shit to do, but you know, real sex is coming on at 11. You know right, what I'm right, saying? Right, right, right. On right. HBO. So you turn on real sex expecting to see some titties or what, catch a vagina shot or something like that. And it's like one of those episodes where they got the all male review at a strip club and it's like niggas in there swinging their dicks and shit. Like male strippers are disgusting. Like, I yeah, know women that even think male strippers are gross. Great male, but, I mean, they're in business for a reason. They got it's gross. People are there, you know, paying to see those swinging dicks. I mean. Like, I don't know any women, personally, that go even go to male strip clubs. Because they say that shit is gross. Like, men ain't supposed to be gyrating and 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 and, and swaying their hips and glistening. Like, no, bro. I mean, I personally have never been to one, but I know people who have, and they enjoyed it. They said that they had a great time. It was a great night. It was a lot of fun. It was like a magic mic experience. Everyone's so you like strange penises slapping on, is what you're saying. What I'm saying is, if that is your choice of what they want to do, make your money, boo. I am not hating on you. And in terms of the people who partake or want to do it, everybody has their kinks. Everybody likes what they like. I'm not here to judge. Like. Go go do you. It's oh, cool. I'm judging. I'm I, judging. I know Judge Judy. I know. I judge. I judge in depth too. You know what I'm saying? Like first date, I'm asking you. Ever had a train ran on you? Oh my, oh my god! I want you to look me in my eye when you give me the answer. First you know what I'm saying? All, first of all, first of all, first of all. If first date, you gotta ask stuff like past. that. If a young lady has done that in her past, but this is her past, what is that nope. like? There, there's no statute of limitations on a on a train. 
she com- she's a completely different person now though. This happened nah, when she was 19 nah. and now she's like 35. No, nah, that's in you. Different human being. Life No, that's in you. Maybe she was a hoe in college and then she got over that phase and is now like a great executive and making her money and it completely learned from that experience. So because she had something done to her like years ago, it still is going to impact the way you look at her. Listen, man, like if you go to college and you just have a whole phase where you sleep with guys or whatever, like, all right, cool. I ain't knocking that. Me personally, I want my woman to have a whole phase, but a train, <laughs> uh, you can't, you can't live down a train. I'm sorry. <laughs> like, Why can't you live down a train? If you, if a woman lets, if she, women that get trains ran on them, realistically that was passed down in their genes like they mama used to get trains ran on them their grandmamas had trains ran on them you know what i'm saying like that shit is hereditary that shit is like uh breast cancer that is some bullshit right there let me call you you on your bullshit that is what do you mean what do you mean that is absolutely not true that's absolutely you cannot box a woman in to something because you think that her mom was a hoe, so she learned it from her mom. That's necessarily not true. No, 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 I'm just not here to judge women for their past choices. I'm not here to judge you either, but I will judge you for a train. A train is nuts. What? I personally don't know anybody. But I'm judging. But a train but, ran on them. Like, I okay. don't know anyone like that. But I feel like if I met that woman, I wouldn't want her to feel discarded or unworthy of love because something that she did in her past, she can't live down. Now, th- I, I, feel, I, I just don't feel like that's right. I just don't feel like that makes any sense she's a completely different person this happened with, we, okay imagine the person that you were when you were 19 you made some really stupid decisions i know probably not as bad as a train but still like you made hey, decisions i may know like a bad decision on that level would be like if i went third in a train like <laughs> i ain't never made no decisions like that like only <laughs> like for a woman to get a train ran on her and for a nigga to go third in a train, like, you don't live shit like that down, bro. Like, if you go second, like, that's cool. Third? Bro, that's a bad life choice. If you go fourth, like, you're a serial killer. Oh, my God. <laughs> like, that just is what it is. Look. And I then, can't... if you the, if you the nigga that's eating pussy in a train. Oh, ooh, I love. You really have problems, then. God should just take you off of him, man. Because like you, that's, that's you have nasty. no respect for his earth if you that eat is, pussy. That is and nasty that I can't get behind. But I'm an advocate for women, and I feel like I I would never tell a woman, well, you know, just go ahead and get those cats because no man's ever gonna love you because you got a train right on you when you're 19 and maybe you got drunk and made some bad decisions or some people coerced you or maybe your homegirl said that she's done one too and then like you just never know the situation. So I just, I do not get behind completely invalidating someone's hey, work listen, because of a bad decision listen. made decades ago. Like, that's just not fair. Listen, listen. If there are any ladies out there listening to Intimate Revelations, take this piece of advice from me. If you have ever gotten a train ran on you, 
do not tell the man that you're trying to settle down with. Like, do not tell him this. Take that shit to the grave, bro. Like, seriously. This is why men, this is why sometimes women be like, men say they want truth and honesty, but then when you try and give it to I mean, them, I, I, this I, is I, I do, I do want truth and honesty. Oh, my God. How could you? How could you do this? How could you be this person? What happened to being open and vulnerable and honest and sharing my secrets? No. Some okay. secrets keep to yourself. Like, what? Okay, let me let me let me let me let me flip this question on on his head for you, right? Could you let's say you meet a great guy, y'all get married, whatever, and he tells you he used to suck dick. How would you feel about that? It's funny you say oh, that. Now you got now you got to put down in a relationship with someone where that happened. He was sucking dick. No, I'm gonna. I'm gonna be the story. What do you think I am? Some fruity pie? I ain't no fruity pie. <laughs> what? He was sucking dick for money. Like, no, wait. What? Okay, that's you crazy. Are, you are taking. You're taking it. You're taking it. That's not what I said. What did oh. the money part come in? Crazy. Listen, listen. Huh? This is the story. This is the story. Okay, I'm, I, met, I'm I met this person in Kansas City. He was a teacher and, you know, he and I just started flirting over an app. So we met in person. Which app, Which Tinder. app was it? Tinder. Tinder? Oh, yeah. You know niggas is sucking dick on Tinder. Oh, God. Listen. <laughs> this is what it is. Like, Why are you like this? Look. I, what? We, I'm not the one that's out here sucking dick on Tinder. <laughs> we met. And the first thing I thought was he has very effeminate tendencies. Like the way in which he spoke and sat, it reminded me a lot of my gay friends. So first day, I asked him, "Hey, I'm getting this vibe. Are you in any way bisexual, or have you ever done something with a man?" And he should have told me, "Okay, in my past, I actually had been with a man, and I didn't like it. It wasn't something that I enjoyed or wanted to be. He didn't. He told me he never had sex. I think it was a lie, but he told me he never had sex with a man." He told me that they just like fooled around or whatever, and he wasn't. What does that mean? He wants a wife. That he wants a wife. If you fooled around with a man, y'all was (laughs) fucked. What? Look. Or you might as well went on ahead and fucked. Say what? I'm saying if you with a guy right and y'all just fooled around a little bit, you might as well just go ahead and fuck because the crime is the same. You know what I'm saying? Correct. Look, I'm not here to say what he did and did not do. I'm just relaying what he told me. So he told me, think about it. You know, he was really into me. He really wanted to try. And I did think about it. Now, intimate revelation. When I was in college, I had a sexual experience with my roommate who was a girl. And so... Water is wet. For me. <laughs> like, that's not a fucking intimate revelation. Like, everybody knows a woman that ate a little pussy back in the day. Oh, you know what I'm saying? Oh my that's God. like... That is that's not like a everybody's experience, crazy person. Listen, man. Listen. That's like you having a conversation with your mom or, or somebody, uh, an adult in your family, and they were like, oh, back in the 80s, I did coke. Like, of course. No of shit. Course you, of course you ate a little pussy back in the day. Okay. Continue. But Continue. my point is... I've had intimate relations with a woman. And so because of that, and I wasn't gay. I'm not gay. I'm, I'm, that's not something that I'm interested in. So I felt like I didn't want to be a hypocrite. So it's okay if I do it, but it's not okay if he does it. I didn't want to, I really did not want to live that way or be that person. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to give it a chance. Let's keep talking. Let, let, me, let me see what he brings. And after we had the conversation, 
it was fine. Like, I was like, I'm going to just give it a chance. Now, as we went on, because we dated for about eight months total, as we went on, it became increasingly clear to me that this man was definitely gay. It came to a crux when we were in the middle of coitus, and he stops and looks at me. Y'all, wait, wait, y'all in the middle, y'all, what? The middle of coitus, it means sex. Just a very- Just say sex? It's Don't just, you like, use college what? words on my podcast? I want to say coitus, okay? Maybe we don't say that over here. <laughs> we don't say that. Because you got me over here, like, trying to Google coitus, and I don't even know how to spell it. <laughs> well, Shit. look, I gave you a dictionary word for the day. There you go. All right. So you were having sex with a gay man. No, oh, my God. <laughs> we were having sex. He stops, he looks at me, and he's like, I don't feel special enough. <laughs> <laughs> well, sir, you're pushing rope right now. Your, your dick is on medium. Uh, I, don't feel, I don't feel special either. <laughs> what? You don't feel special. So I stopped. I was like, what does that mean? Like, I've this has never happened to me at that time. I'm like 28. It's like, okay, um, can I do something? Or like, is there something that I can? No, I just don't feel special. Like, I just need to feel special in this moment, and I don't feel special. So we stopped having sex. Yeah, nigga. Well, I'll take that back. I've I've stopped in the middle of sex before. So I I get that, but that that's I mean that's something that a girl would say. I felt like it felt too feminine for me. Like why I'm supposed to be making you feel special? And in that way, not that oh I'm you know a, a man doesn't deserve to be feel desired and wanted during sex, but I've just never heard a man complain of that during sex to me. It was just a very weird um, interaction, and that kind of threw me off. Oh, but y'all say y'all want honesty and transparency, <laughs> but this is what you do. Like, hypocrite. Hypocrite. That's not me being a hypocrite. First of all, I gave this man a chance off of not being a hypocrite. Yeah, that's, that's nuts. You dated, a, you dated a gay man for uh Yeah, because after, he, broke you, up Kehlani? he broke up with me and then he told me um, that I didn't have my shit together, which was a complete lie. It was just really a cop out, but okay. Um and then a couple months later, I saw with the dude in a in a bar that we used to go to. So, look, looked very much like a date. But good for him. Good for him for living his truth, though, man. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Good for you, brother. And shout I out hope. to you if you ever hear this. I I definitely definitely have nothing against you. I just wish you had lived your truth and didn't use me as a beard. But it's okay. Nah, 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 nah. I'm not finna sit here and let you. Uh, Ridicule! This man told you that he was gay, and you chose to date him. He didn't tell me he was gay because I asked. He told you. He told you I fooled around with a guy before. That there, is. There are bisexual men out there. There are men who like both. Like that's a thing. Look, man. You know how in uh, when you dealing with gangs, they say blood in, blood out. Yeah. <laughs> Once you suck a dick, ain't no coming back from that. It's just. It just is what it is. The only way out is in the box. In this day and age, like, like sexuality is fluid. So it's the truth. I can always tell you there are. I mean, it comes from sexuality, but I don't know about. Hey, man, you know what? Hey, it is what it is, man. Uh, I I uh, support everyone making their choices and being happy. And all that jazz, but I mean, once you suck a dick, man, like, 
like there's just no going back for you. It just no. I, feel, I feel like straight men are never gonna see a bisexual man as something that is actually existing. Like it's Listen, some man. kind of unicorn in the wild that men use it as an excuse to really just you know be gay but not actually admit. Am, am, Amina, with all due respect, right? Let me ask you a question. Can I ask you a personal question? I mean, we here. You sucked the dick before, right? You know the dedication that it takes to suck a dick. You know what I'm saying? Like, good head comes from, you know, grit, <laughs> determination, and a want and a want to attitude. You know what I'm saying? Can do attitude. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's like you can't be a great defender if you don't have the want to play defense. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that's that's what it comes in to sucking dick. So if you are a man out there and you got that in you, I mean. It's fine if you do, but just know that that is your path. Do you know what I'm saying? So what, like, if, what if you just have that that vigor for both, like for licking and sucking? You just you have that vigor. You want it for both <laughs> of those things. <laughs> like, I mean, I'm certain. I'm okay. We being serious, it exists, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But all these all these women out here, there are a pocket that are really honest about this and they would accept that. But for the most part, if you tell 80% of the women out there that you have sucked a dick within your lifetime, 80% of the women out there are going to view you as a gay man and they're not going to fuck with you. This is fact. That just is what it is. This is fact. But, but on the, on the surface, we act like we're all accepting and all and understanding and shit, but we really not. As far as what you what you really accept in your uh, personal and sexual life, that's just is what it is. Like, I don't want to be that person and be like, "Oh, I got gay friends," but I do. I like I don't judge the fact that people do what they want to do, but it's just honest, man. Like, you tell a woman that, like, that pretty much puts the brakes on a relationship, and maybe y'all are the problem. Oh my god. <laughs> How did it always come back to that with you? Because I'm <laughs> you're the problem. You're the problem. It's all women are trash. Women are trash. Okay. All right. No, but okay. On a serious, speaking seriously, I you know how often I hear that every day. What Nico? Men are trash. Men are trash. Who and we just take, bro. Maybe you need to mute some people on your timeline because. You know, that small man, women who are are yelling in the timeline and constantly like bashing men and not taking any kind of self-awareness or accountability. They're not the only ones out here. I swear to God. Are you going to, are you going to sit here and act like you have, I haven't heard you say that? Heard me say that men are trash? Yeah. Because I'm talking off of certain experiences. Do I think all men are trash? No, I don't. I think there are some good, genuine men out here. I have two great brothers I have a lot of good, great uh, you gonna hit us with the you gonna hit us with the the white token? I have black people. <laughs> I have black people in my family. Okay. Oh wait, that's not what I'm trying to say. I'm that's, trying to say I have. That's what it kind of equates to. I am in contact with good men, which makes me then believe, oh, there's some good ones out here. They're not the only ones that can be good. There are good men out here. Have right, you partnering you partnering with one right men. now? You partnering with a good man right now? You know what I'm saying? Anyways, if I real quiet, if if I am ever gonna say the the statement "men are trash," it's gonna be followed up with a qualifier, like "men are trash" because of this experience that I had, 
or this particular man was trash. Now, was it that he was trash and I also made a trash decision? In some cases, yes. Yes, it was. It was he was trash and I still picked him. I still made the decision to be in an entanglement, a situationship, or a relationship with this person. Oh, you like excitement. I don't know about all that. I mean, maybe in my young days, I liked a little... Trash story, niggas so. are trash niggas are exciting. Be yeah, honest. they can be, but it, it also... Am I going to get cheated on today? They're exhausting. They're exhausting because you're doing all this mental gymnastics to justify the fact that you are still entertaining this human being. Like, there's a lot of self-denial going on within. And that is just exhausting. Oh, man. So, shifting gears... Since we're talking about sexuality and uh, and all this stuff, uh, what do you think about anal swabs? No, personally, I don't think they're for me. But um, I'm all for I'm all for COVID safe measures. So do you? So if the new strand of COVID kicks in and we have phase three of COVID and more people are you you're not gonna get your ass swabbed to find out. Your status? I mean, is there no other way? There's no other but way. China has determined that it is 60% more effective to get I'm your ass swab. Higher, bro. 60%. How, like when it's at 80, yeah, I'm there. No, I'm saying I'm saying more effective than the nasal way. That's what they were saying. Now, I'm not saying, I'm not saying it's, trying to track this, or are we just going off of their stats? I need other countries to chip in with this. Uh, with America? You want to trust American stats? I, no, I mean, what about New Zealand? You know, anywhere in the well, New Zealand, they don't Europe. New Zealand, New Zealand is in the black. They safe, so they ain't swabbing no asses. We talking about places that are still under siege. So let's talk. So you got to open. The world is under siege. You got to open your booty hole to get swabbed to find out. Um. Somehow I think I'm not gonna have to get to that point. Maybe I'm I'm an eternal optimist, but I just do not see me bending over to get like a a, a, a anal swab, and that's the only way for you to know if I have COVID. Like, nah, man. Like, so let me ask you a question. You ever got your ass ate? Correct. So you bend over, spread your cheeks to get your ass ate, but not to find out if you have or you're carrying COVID. Because there's, I think there's probably a better way to do it. So you know what I just, you know what I've just determined from this right here. You are willing to spread your cheeks to get licked for pleasure, but not to save a life. Oh you selfish. That, this is what you determined from that. You selfish. No. You know what I'm saying? What did what you I give it? Before I get the anal swab, I just go get the vaccine. How about that? So even if I am carrying it, I'm good, and therefore I'm saving lives. Nah. No. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. So you are uh, pro vaccine. I don't know about pro, but I'm pro science. But you, but would you get it? Yes, I would get it. And you don't need to see Kamala Harris get it to get it. No, you just I don't. get it. I okay. I understand why we don't have the measles anymore, and that's enough for me. And it, and I mean the measles, measles came back though. And then there was the surge in measles. Measles, like I think that's clear enough, right? That. That, I mean, I'm no scientist, but that makes a lot of sense. So you have a vaccine to eradicate a disease. And then if you don't take the vaccine, the disease comes back. That I think one plus two equals three on that equation. So That's true. But I think a few people died in 2019 of the measles. They did. Like, they did. 
because people stopped vaccinating the children. Because what someone, are my someone on the, like Oprah, I think her name was Jenny McCarthy or something. The um, white actress lady? Yes. And she came out with about how vaccines gave her son autism. There's zero evidence showing any kind of link between autism and vaccinations. Yet well, people took that and ran with it. I saw the video of that cheerleader that she can only uh, act normal if she runs backwards. After she got vaccinated? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, maybe she's just a dumbass. Like, how do we know that that's because she has she got vaccinated? Nigga, could you imagine having to run backwards just to be fucking normal? That's a tragic story. <laughs> like, shit. You know how strong your hamstrings are for running backwards all the time? <laughs> fucking crazy. It's nuts. Yeah. So, uh, what now? What now? What else do we want to talk about? What else do we have on the agenda? What else is hot in the news? Well, we can get into your intimate revelation of the day, if you want to. You, you say what? I said we can get into your intimate revelation of the day. Okay. What What is that? What do you want to know? So, when I first heard about this podcast, the first thing I asked you was, how did you become a reformed fuckboy? That is in your intro. That is, you know, really what this stands about, about the fact that you were no longer that person. So I just want to know that journey. How did you figure out, okay, I have these behaviors and tendencies. I need to change. Well, to understand the journey, we would have to go back in time. Let's do it. And it all started when I was just a twinkle in my father's eye. Oh, my God. <laughs> that's, that's what it's like a fuckboy from the minute you were conceived oh my god I mean kinda wow cause like I just remember like for as long as I can remember man I just have always just loved women like being in the presence of women being around women feeling the energy of women just uh, just appreciating them like I was the boy that when my sister had sleepovers at the crib, like they would wake up and I'm in like the bed with her homegirls and shit. Like, like I, I did that. You know what I'm saying? Like kindergarten. For I don't for whatever reason, you know, like in school you have those days where you watch movies and shit, right? I remember I, I just got the urge and I just leaned my head back in this girl's lap in kindergarten. Or no, it was first grade, first grade. And I leaned my head back in her lap, man, to watch the movie. And she let me do it. And, like, had her hand on my head and shit. Like, that's just, that was just my story, you know. But um, for most guys that get to that um, fuckboy type level, there's always, like, uh, like, something that happens. You know what I'm saying? That turns you... That hurt, like, because it comes from a hurt place. You know what I'm saying? Of course, yeah. So it comes from like feeling, feeling hurt, being vulnerable or exposed, and never wanting to feel that way again. So you shut off that emotions. So, uh, you know, I joined the military at 20. I was married at the time. Me and my ex-wife like broke up, and I just went into like a downward spiral, just, I don't know, just self-destructive behavior because I was hurt. And uh, that hurt triggered like a lot of like childhood shit that I had repressed and like hadn't dealt with. So you got childhood trauma, 
divorce divorce trauma and shit like that, and you just you just a a a drone in a way. You know what I'm saying? It's like you're a passenger to your own life. Like you don't have any emotions. Like well, you do, but you repress them or you get off on them by projecting your shit onto other people. You know what I'm saying? Right. And uh, I deployed to, you know what I'm saying? I went to the desert in 2011 and I didn't, I didn't mess around with anybody. I just used that time to like focus on myself or, and do uh self-realization. Yeah. And then when I came back, it was like, I got into a relation, I got into a relationship and I feel, I feel like head over heels in this relationship. Like everybody that knew me, they couldn't believe like me of all people was in like a relationship. Right. And me, you know, it's like that I'm a good man type shit. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm a good man. Uh, I don't understand when that relationship ended. I didn't understand like why this relationship ended. You know what I'm saying? I, I felt like I was a good man, but the good thing about that, the saving grace about that relationship is I felt like, like that darkness that I felt after my marriage come over me and I didn't want to go back down that journey. So I went to counseling, right? So you go to therapy and you just start unpacking a lot of shit. Um, for anybody that has gone to therapy, uh, you understand how you get, if you have a good therapist, you get to the root of shit, you know? And, um, it just, he, I was equipped with like, uh, behavioral techniques because it's like, if I, to deal with an emotion, right, I would, I would, um, deal with emotion by, you know, like having sex or whatever, you know what I'm saying? Or toying with, toying with another, manipulating another woman to feel like I have that control, you know what I'm saying? Um, and instead I went through therapy and I dealt, like, I really like sat with myself because I was over in England. I was in England at this time and my best friend was out there. And, uh, around that time that me and my ex broke up, like she left, my best friend left and I really didn't have any friends and I was just stuck, stuck with myself. And I just, all the shit that I had been running for from, I, I think I was like either, 30 or I was like 29 and all the shit that I had run from, uh, all my life, it, it, I just had to sit with it because what we learned, what I've learned is like, we keep going through things because God, the universe, whatever spirit or higher power you believe in is trying to teach you a lesson and you keep, you, you distract yourself with distractions or people or whatever to take your, take yourself away from dealing with what you have to deal with to learn the lesson that you're supposed to learn and you never do. And that's why you get on what feels like a perpetual loop because you're not learning the lesson that you're supposed to. So I faced, I faced that shit. I faced my demons and I had to be real with myself. And I, I was real, I was honest and I was like, you may be a good person or you may have the potential to be a good person, but you have been doing shit things, you know? Right. And honestly, and from there, it just, I started, um, it wasn't overnight. Like even while I was in England, like I still uh, got in, in situations or whatever. And then I moved to, I moved to Maryland and, you know, 
I'm I'm kind of I'm I, I'm thinking that I'm I'm doing things differently and I'm being honest and forthright with how I feel and shit like that. And you know, you learn the lesson that a lie by omission is still a lie. You know, I'm not being 100% transparent and straight up with you. So in theory, I'm still lying to you. But even still, though, like I would still be like, you know, um, I'm not I don't I'm not in a place for a relationship. You know what I'm saying? Um, is things the, like that. Silent on those or you said what is the with you silent on those or. Oh, it's that shit is always silent. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> if I if a nigga tell you, hey, I'm not ready for a relationship, that definitely means with you. You know what I'm saying? But you don't say that. You try you want to be kind, you know what I'm saying? But, but what I'm saying is it just um lesson by lesson, uh journey by journey. I took it day by day and you know, uh, I got to a point where, yeah, there was some there was some broken hearts in that path, and I apologize for that. Um and I, I hate that. It took that, but it, I got to a point where I could feel um, comfortable and 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 okay in my own skin, and I surrounded myself with good people. I have great people in my life um, that believe in me. They encourage me and support me. Like one of my one of my really close friends, he's all about you know what I'm saying uh, being vulnerable and transparency because like vulnerability for me does not come easy. You know what I'm saying like. I, I, um, built and fabricated a personality to where it was like untouchable. Everybody thought like nothing affects me. Like they don't, they'd be like, yo, you don't give a shit about nothing. But in, in truth, like I give a shit about a lot, you know what I'm saying? Probably too much. And that's why I got to the point that I was in, I was in because it's like the best way. Yeah. It's like the best way to not have to deal with shit is to, to pretend you don't feel shit. And that's eventually, man, you can do that. You can only do that for so long. You know, it's like you ever seen in the, in the cartoons where they tell you to clean your room and you just shove shit in the closet Yes, and, yes, yes. and the door on the closet is like protruding and shit. Absolutely. <laughs> that's what I was like, uh, emotionally, man. And, you know, eventually the floodgates open, but thank God that it happened in therapy. And I was in a, a controlled and guided place that could finally help me um, deal with the shit that I had to deal with. And a lot of, uh, some of it was dealing with um, my relationship. <laughs> I hate to say this, but dealing with the relationship with my mother, man. Um, so it always comes uh, down to. Well, yeah. Um, it always comes dealing, down to. That's what it all started. Dealing, right. Dealing with that relationship with my mother, um, getting closer getting closer with my family um, because being in the military, I had been away for so long. So uh, I had gotten a out of sight, out of mind um, mentality and I had become distant from family and all that shit. And it just played a part into me uh, compartmentalizing my feelings and emotions. So it's just like um, the journey of becoming a rehabilitated folkboy was first wanting to change my behavior right the second was um facing those demons and uh being honest with myself and third was you know pretty much getting back to the center of who you really are and shedding all that bullshit the need to put on airs the need to not be human and feel 
and want to to be felt, you know what I'm saying? And being open to connections. And that shit was not easy. And like I said, like in my journey to fix myself, I probably hurt a lot of people. And I, I hate, I hate that, you know, I sit with that shit. Like I made some decisions that I'm not, I'm not proud of and that I'm not happy about, but you know, ultimately it led me to this place. And I just, like, I joke a lot and I say a lot of shit, but really, man, I just only want to, uh, be, be a light for others and share my story with others and be, um, share good vibes. And you know what I'm saying? If I can help somebody or talk to somebody or whatever, or be, uh, a cautionary tale, I'll do that. But I'm not no Derek Jackson or nobody. You know what I'm saying? I was just about to segue. <laughs> I'm not Rob point. Hill Sr. I got legs, nigga. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> just about the segue because a lot of women like we we don't see the red flags or it's too late. Derek Jackson don't have legs. We're moving forward. I'm not even entertaining this conversation with you. I, I met this man. This man has he legs. don't have legs, man. Okay. All right. You can't be ahead of your whole life. All right. Let's move forward. I'm not hating. Let's 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 move forward. So okay. we you you said this very eloquently the other day. It's called hunting for red flags. Um yeah. so I need to, you said that you want to be a light, you want to be uh, inspiration or at least a, maybe a warning sign to other women. What are some of the things that you did very early on that other women can look for? It's like, yeah, this is definitely, you You fucking with a fuck boy, for sure. Ooh, you're not, you're not about to put me, ooh, ah, shit. Mm. Um, you know, like, if it, like, I, like we said, man, if a dude's telling you I'm not, I'm not looking for a relationship. I mean, there may be there may be uh, circumstances where that may be true, but most most times, like he's just meaning with you, baby. But um, <laughs> uh, being overly uh, what is it ambiguous Vague. with your words yeah. and your actions? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. If he's because. I don't know if y'all realize this, but it gets to a point where women meet men. And like, if you like this man, y'all make this fantasy in your head about what it's going to be, what it's going to look like. It it don't even have to be a certain man. I tell, like, I've told my homeboys in the past, I was like, yo, these women have these fantasies in their head. And it's like, uh, uh, air drop those mashed potatoes in the box. Just add water. Y'all yeah. dreams are just add just add nigga, man. Just add a nigga. You know what I'm saying? Just add nigga. Whatever nigga, just add them. And that's the fantasy that y'all have. So it's like most Not dudes all the time. I mean, <clears throat> no. But what I'm saying is, it's a thing. And I'm saying like most dudes, what they do is they allow you to create. They make. They let y'all inception yourself. You know what I'm saying? Like, they ain't going to say much. They're not going to do much. They just let you build the fantasy in their head. So in the end, when the shit go right, they be like, ain't nobody tell you to, that's not what I said I wanted in the first place. You made this all up for yourself. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So the blame is on you and I can walk away hands clean. But that's all I'm going to tell you because I'm not Steve Harvey. I'm not uh, Derek Jackson. And I'm, you know what I'm saying? I got legs. <laughs> I've only been married and divorced once. 
So I, I ain't got all the secrets for you. You know what I'm saying? I can only speak from my experiences. I mean, it's not even that you and having all the secrets or like all the all the codes to unlock. I think again, you put it eloquently the other day. It's going within, right? Like, because for me, as I said before, have I met trash men and then made a trash decision? Absolutely. And so he'll always reveal himself to you at the very beginning, but it's always that self denial of, nope, I'm not gonna look at this for whatever reason, or you explain it away, or it's not that bad, or you compromise, or you settle. And it's in that space that I feel like fuckboys thrive because you can see us kind of battling or they see us kind of battling or like doing a lot of mental gymnastics to justify their bullshit. And they just go ahead and go <clears throat> or they um, they they take advantage of the the want and need to want to add to add the nigga to the potatoes. You know what I mean? Just yeah. the nigga to be able to get the fantasy. Oh, she's desperate. She really wants something to hold on to. I'm going to let her think this and gaslight her and, you know, kind of work in that space. And then once I've gotten what I need to for as long as I need to have it, then I'm going to just kick rocks. Right. It's like my granny said, man, I'm going to take you down south. My grandma said, if you get a devil a crease, he going to come on in. Just, I mean, if you give a nigga the space to... Live in your life rent free. That's what my dad called it. When somebody somebody is receiving from you and not adding anything to you, they living in your life rent free. And if you let a nigga, if you allow a nigga to navigate within that space, of course, of course he gonna he gonna uh, he gonna do he gonna do what he gotta do. Okay, so I'm not saying it's, it, I'm not I'm not saying I'm not advocating for it. I'm just saying that that's that's what it is. So let's switch gears to another type of fuckboy. So these are the very obvious situationships, future fuckboys. Let's talk about like the common fuckboys who will get into a relationship with you, say all the right things, but then low-key still be doing some of the same shit. Like, no, let's get in a relationship. No, I want to be with you. No, you know, let's get married and really actively play into the fantasy as well. Like start helping you create it. But have zero intentions of actually changing behavior. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's just one of those things where you got a man, he's in a relationship and they're building a future together, but he's still out here looking for the love of his life. But that comes from, uh, <laughs> that comes from, you know, uh, not, not being whole, man. You can't, you can't give of yourself to somebody else if you can't give to yourself. You know what I'm saying? Right. So those people, they they seek something to fill them because they're empty. You know what I'm saying? Right. They haven't they haven't made themselves whole. So they probably entered this looking for that that stereotypical my better half. There is Nigga, you are to everybody out there. You right. are your better half. Right. There is no better half out there for you. Facts. Like if you're not a complete person, you you're not going to be a complete partner. You know what I'm saying? Because you can't walk around. You can't do anything at fifty percent. You know what I'm saying? Well, you know I can fuck on a fifty percent, right? <laughs> but that's me. You know what I'm saying? You can't live to my expectations. You know what I'm saying? You got to be whole, baby. <laughs> and if you ain't whole, like um, that shit just. That shit just leads to um, a world of hurt for both parties. Like, I mean, women do that shit too. Like, serial monogamous. 
I feel like a lot of women, um, from my experience, they approach or deal with every dude like he's a potential relationship. And that's not realistic either. Like, you can't use the same tactics for everyone that you meet. Some people you might meet, you might be attracted to them, and it's like, hey, man, we're just going to be some cool-ass, dope-ass friends because we have a dope vibe, we have good chemistry together. But you approaching it like interviewing a nigga like for for a relationship. And it's like, look for the connection first before you even, because it takes so much to even get into a relationship. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like every, the vibe, like the, the chemistry got to be right. The, the goals got to be right. The mind got to be right. And I feel like people like skipping steps. Yeah. And when you skipping steps, you end up with a fucked up product. Right. You know what I'm saying? I'm not the one to say that I got the checklist that you need, but I do know there's a checklist out there. Right. Or you're gonna be you gonna get into a situation where your ass is playing catch up and then y'all might learn to actually love each other. I mean, that's what our grandparents did. I mean, <laughs> I can only speak from my own experiences, but in terms of cause I was a serial monogamous for sure. And before is more so like I just wanted like people who showed me some attention. And so if you show me some attention, I'd look at it like, okay, this can be a relationship. That and you're right, you can't look at every dude as the same as their their relationship material. You gotta start filtering out some things first to make sure that you're even long term compatible. But when you hop and skip through relationships, um, it's hard to see that for yourself. Yeah. I mean it all starts from within, right? You gotta, yeah. I mean that's the key. That that's that's the key to everything. I mean everything that you that you were supposed to have when you came here. Like it's it's within you. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like I mean if there was a need for you to make X amount of communi- uh, uh connections to get to a level like it's still within you to have that ability to connect. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like nobody cuz that's that's where, where it's like people know how to just do shit and they don't know where they learned that from because they were sent here with that. You know what I'm saying? Right. And if people use the time to internally, you know what I'm saying, inventory themselves, like a lot of uh, a lot of destructive and hurtful shit and lessons that you had to go through to get it otherwise, you would have realized that a long time ago. This is true. This is true. You, know, you got to go through what you have to go through to get the lessons you need. Growing pains sucks. Yeah. And, and that applies to uh, relationships, friendships, uh, relationships with your family. Like right. a lot of people like instead you can't you can't better those things before, until you better yourself. Right. And, because you have to be able to give yourself grace to give grace to other people. And that's that's like the basis of human interaction. Like you to be able to give someone grace and to be patient and understanding like you have to be able to do that with yourself first. Right. Absolutely. But, you know, I ain't no Socrates or nothing. I mean, we're all just talking about self-help things that we've heard before, right? Like I feel like sometimes we just regurgitate things, but it doesn't make them any less true. Because what you're saying is absolutely true, but people have said it for so long, but it doesn't hit you till you actually experience it and live it. You just feel like people are saying the same things. Does that make sense? Yeah, my, 
again, we're going back, we're going back to my grandma, man. My grandma said the best sense is bought sense. So is when you sense? actually got it, huh? Is what sense? The best sense is bought sense. So bought sense is when you got to go through some shit, hit your head and learn that lesson the fucking hard way. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Like you will be able to never make that mistake again and you'll be able to, to teach others and help try to help others from making those same mistakes because you like, nigga, that shit hurts, bro. Exactly. Like, Listen, and if you really, please, if you I really went through it, yeah, if you really went through it, they can look you in your eyes and see, like, nigga. <laughs> I mean, some people, most people going to be hard-headed anyway, though. This is true. This is true. Um, switching gears yet again, I just wanted to get into this very quickly because you mentioned that it takes a lot to get into a relationship, which is absolutely true. Um, and one of those things is, of course, sexual compatibility. Now, a lot of fuckboy relationships and situationships start from that like lustful sense. And even though like a healthy sex life is absolutely necessary for a healthy relationship, how do you get on the same page with someone sexually without it starting out as overtly lustful, in your opinion? You mean like, how do you know if you and somebody are sexually compatible? Exactly. Listen, man. The only way, the way I learn how to drive is by driving. You know what I'm saying? So if you want to know if I'm good sexually, fuck me. No, no. <laughs> it's not just about being good sexually. Sexual compatibility has to do yeah, also yeah. with like over long term effects. Yeah, but, it's not just, oh, we have good sex now. Are we going to have good sex for our wife? Yeah, but first, first of all, it just it comes with uh, communicating uh, your likes, desires, your uh your wants your don't wants um and then after you have engaged in those sexual uh experiences it's continually continuing to cultivate an environment that is embedded on communication and and wanting to share experiences with partner with your partner a lot of niggas are bad at sex because they fuck like the woman is not there Facts. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like facts. You know? Just like, a hole to fill. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like I yeah. I'm I'm not like a living, breathing sexual being as well. Not, not at all. all. Needs like, to be. What? I I am not concerned with if you moan or not. Oh my god. <laughs> it's like if most men fuck, like if I'm fucking you and I just happen to hit your spot, cool, <laughs> but this nut is coming regardless. <laughs> Yeah, man, can we? That's not the way, guys. I felt like that for a long time. Do you understand that you could open up a woman so much more and get so much more pleasure if you pleasured her? Like, I don't yeah. understand how that works. But a lot of, but how can I pleasure you when I don't even know what really pleasures me? Mm. A lot of niggas got a lot of um, sexual hangups. You know what I'm saying? I go into sexual experiences letting people know that I got, I got a rule. I got certain rules. I ain't got a lot of rules, but I got rules that I live by. And other than that, it's fair game. Like, you know what I'm saying? I have a train ran on you before. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm talking about like what you can and can't do to me. I see. Like you can't piss or shit on me. That's disgusting. You know what I'm saying? You can't put a finger in my ass. Right. Uh, and then it's I got a one dick rule in my bedroom. Other than that, other than that, you know what I'm saying? Oh, no goats or animals or no shit like that. I can't. That's that, wow. But, That's intense. But I'm talking about within like a realm of like what normal people do. Those are the things that I'll go in. I'm like outside of that. Yeah. 
You know what I'm saying? We good. We good. I hear you. And but so- a lot of people don't even voice that though. You just have sex with somebody until you figure out like, is this cool? If right. I choke her, am I going to jail tonight? <laughs> so in in the height of your fuck boredom, do you feel like you had like a lot of that bad sex? Oh no, nah, no. Nah. I mean, there's there may be two. I know for a fact. I know for a fact there are two women I gave some weak ass dick. <laughs> like like one in garbage. Just came with the absolute trash penis. Yeah, man. Yikes. Like it was just one of those things where after I was done, I rolled over on my back and I was looking at the ceiling like, mm. I put no effort into that. <laughs> she ain't even offer me no water. Oh my God. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like I, I dry I, like I, me. Ugh. Yeah, I gave her I gave her a weekend of like weak dick. Damn. A whole weekend? But, How could you? But let me put it into context though. I really liked her. So you gave her weak dick? I've no. Cause I was in my head, man. Oh. I was in my head. Like I liked her and I haven't liked nobody. I don't be liking people like that, especially back then. So the fact that I liked her, I didn't, I was like, damn, do I really, it was like some real insecure, insignificant shit. Like, do I, do I really know how to please a woman? Oh, wow. I, I want to, I want her to like me. So I want, am I doing this shit right? Oh, wow. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. And I think I might be oversharing, but fuck it. Nah. I gave her a weekend of weak dick. Okay, because you were in your head because you actually liked her. So fast forward to who you are now, when you do really like somebody, do you still get insecure like in your head like that? Or are you a little bit more secure and confirmed in terms of at least, I'm going to just give my best. This is all I can give. I'm going to give my best. And if she likes me, she likes me. If she doesn't, she doesn't. Yeah, I'm, I'm with that. I'm under the, the impression. Well, I'm under the belief you're going to fuck with me off the strength or you just not. Like, right. everybody don't like me, you know? And I really felt that when I first moved here the first time. You know what I'm saying? Like, I would be in circles and I, I could just feel the, I could just feel like I'm rubbing people the wrong fucking way, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And then I started like, trying to like maneuver different and it's just fucked up my whole vibe. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, that's not me. That's not me at all. Like giving a fuck what y'all thinking about me or, you know what I'm saying? Or you tell a joke and people ain't laughing (laughs) and that fucked with me. So, um, it just, again, continuous improvement. That's, that's one of my, um, I learned that within the military, and it's just some one of the things that I adopted to my life, just continuously and trying to improve yourself, whether it's physically, spiritually, emotionally, man. You got to have your pillars in check. So I got to the point where it's like, bro, think about think about somebody that's insecure. They like 32 years old and they insecure, right? right. You've been you've been insecure for 32 years, bro. You've been walking through life uncomfortable with yourself. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, and like the late great Nipsey Hussle said, man, I'd rather be at war with the world than be at war with myself. Facts. You yes. know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, absolutely. Fuck it. Like, I don't have to be around y'all, but I have to be with me. Right. So, that's 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 how I approach it. That's how I think it. I think about it now. And if I was to get another go, I'd fuck the shit out of her right now. <laughs> <laughs> 
thing. Let me show you what I actually got. Psych now. I'll probably just get a blue chew pill. You know what I'm saying? Oh my god. Yeah. No. I'm not gonna call you. Don't, you don't think a dude that you that really liked you, he knew he was about to get a shot with you. You don't think he got like a like one of those gas station uh uh sexual uh herbal <laughs> pills? Yes. I mean, I think it's definitely possible. I, I just Yo, I thought, men men get so in their heads about that, like it's not really necessary. All we want people to do is come with some confidence and like know what you're like, just just come with some confidence. Just come like right. I've had this business so, for this many years. I know how to fucking use it. Let's do this. Do this. So how long should sex last in your opinion? Ooh. Ooh. I mean, I, I like rounds. So for me, it's like, I'm going to do like a good solid 30 and then take a nap and then, and then get up and then maybe do another two rounds. Is that possible? Hey, my dad told me if you were in there more than 20, 25 minutes, somebody don't know what they're doing. Somebody doing something wrong. Right, right. So if I'm hanging grade A prime dick in you for 20 minutes, bro, that should be enough. Including, like, you're going to do the foreplay. You're going to kiss and all this shit. I might let you show your lingerie and all that shit. I don't really give a fuck about that. But if that's what you like, I'll, you know what I'm saying, submit to that. Let you do your thing. Get my foreplay on, you know? Right. And then, so your 30 minutes including... This oh, five minutes of foreplay I'm finna give you. Five minutes of foreplay. Oh my god. How much foreplay you need? Like, how much you need, man? Damn. I mean, I never timed it. So I really couldn't give you like a guesstimation, but I think 30 minutes for me is like kind of lingers give you throat cancer anyway. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. That's what Michael Douglas said. Like, okay, I'm not taking that off of his his um The man had cancer, man. And he yeah, said he got it from eating pussy. We don't know y'all PHP off. that though. That's just his own personal opinion. Nah, man, y'all PHB off out there, man. First of y'all all, like, y'all don't be drinking water. Eat your fruits and veggies. Make sure you're drinking that pH <laughs> balance you, you water. Dr. CB? You Dr. CB? <laughs> I mean, I wish I was. Decalcify your diet. Stop eating corn. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Decalcify your penile gland. And then you can see how to please a woman, my brother. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> no, I think, 30 I, think I think a solid. I think a solid. I think a good number is twenty five minutes. Twenty five minutes. Twenty five minutes. Because I put this in perspective tonight before you go to bed, amina like stamina. I want you to stand in a corner, right, and just thrust your hips back and forth for thirty minutes. Oh my god. That's a word. No, just do, yeah. Now, I mean, that's what niggas is doing. <laughs> yeah, but you're not in one position. You know what I mean? You can you can get in other positions, but but thrust for thirty minutes. Just, just thrust, thrust in the air. Okay. Whatever position you want, just just do it. You can slow it. You can slow it down. You can speed it up. You can hula hoop, but just do that for thirty minutes and tell me how you feel. Tired. I can, I can already tell you how how I'm gonna feel. Bro, you're gonna be tired after ten minutes. Probably. Then y'all women be, ooh, I need me a nigga that's gonna pick me up. I wanna climb me a nigga. You finna get this ground game. <laughs> like UFC, you gotta have a good ground. You finna get this ground game. Oh you know what God. I'm saying? Ain't finna be no acrobatics. I'm finna I'm finna pulverize you on the ground. You know what I'm saying? Oh my God. Oh my God. Yes. Wow, yeah, it sounds so enticing. That's wow. 
35, man. I ain't got time to be picking you up and all this shit. The, oh, that's you remember that's what we wanted to talk about, right? What's that? Uh, women and men. Yes. Like, and how we think differently in terms of not getting on the same page sexually? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So what's, 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 the, what's the hot take? So give me yours first and then I'll give you mine. Okay. So you said that men and women don't get on the same page sexually or that we, we think differently in that way. I wouldn't agree. I, I disagree. Like, for me, if we're going to be in a relationship and we're talking about sex, I, I think the open communication, the do's and don'ts, is what I like, I don't like, and laying some ground rules. And then you just kind of explore together. I don't I don't see why it's so hard to, to get on the same page of, of intention. So you're going to have gonna to tell you why. now. I'm going to tell you why. Most women, when they get in relationships, right, they're happy. They love the man they're with. And men might feel the same way. You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying that there's differences in the feelings, but it's differences in like the expectations once we get in relationships. Women get in relationships and want to be hoes, if for lack of a better word. They want to be the lady in the, sh- in the streets and the hoe in the sheets, right? Right. Men get in relationships and we, our sexual, our libido kind of goes down. It's fun in the beginning because it's new. Because the saying is, the only thing better than new pussy is two pussies. <laughs> <laughs> so once I get in there for the first time, first few first few months, it's great. But it's like this. I love my woman. I love having sex with my woman. But it's like watching Coming to America. I love the movie, but I don't want to watch it every day. Damn. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And you think about it. Most men, like most men, when they by the time they my age, They've been fucking for 20 years, balls to the wall. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, yeah. I understand that. They, so the comfort, so the I'm kind of fucked up. Is, is that like, we're, we're not going to be able to show that free consistently because it's the opposite for a lot of women. And that I know in my experience, like as you get higher in your thirties, you're actually hitting a lot of your sexual peaks. Like now you are ready to fuck consistently all the time for like a while. And so, if you're on the opposite ends of that, what is the what is the middle ground here? I'm gonna ask the woman that I get into a relationship with. Before we get into a relationship, I want her to we're gonna take time off. I just want her to fuck a couple young niggas <laughs> before we get together, man. So by the time we meet up, we're she's not apexing and I'm not going down. We kind of meeting because she didn't got her back beat out by some young niggas. And she's satisfied. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Now she can come get this ground game. <laughs> and we can be happy. I feel like most women that are single in their 30s and shit like that, and you know, they've been in mostly been in relationships, they like they need to fuck some young niggas, man. Go ahead and have that phase where you fucking some young niggas. So you can you can feel uh like you wilding out a little bit, you know what I'm saying? Nigga got you fucking you on a futon and shit like that. You get that out of you. Because a lot of women didn't get that in college and, and right. early 20s or fucking around in high school and shit. So go and fuck you some young niggas. Go to some college dorms. You know what I'm saying? Like I would, I would just caveat that because I have dated a 23-year-old recently, like within the last two years. I would just say to the women who are doing this and thinking about this that Sex is great. Do not get into relationships. Not a good yeah. It, that's what I'm not. I didn't say go fall in love with you. I said go fuck you some young niggas. Of course. Yes. 
Go let some young bucks hang some dick in you. So you can get that, you can get your you can get fuck crazy and get back to logical and well, come get this. Get this mature like, dick. What about that whole phase that we talked about in the in the in the in college? So maybe she's already had that. Or maybe a lot of I'm talking about a lot of women haven't though. Or had a hope. You know what I'm saying? I would hope. I would hope somebody that I get with has had a whole phase. A lot and of women have had hope. As long as, as long as it ain't like a train, though. Oh like, I hate to bring it back up. But. Oh my god! No, no. Yo. I, I think a lot. At least again, this is from my experience and the women that I know. Yes, those those phases definitely came and went. But uh, so we've been going for over an hour, hour and twenty minutes to be exact. A lot of people have probably. Not they're not gonna be listening this far in, but for those that are, um what what's a good movie that you've seen recently? Put me on the spot. You're not gonna say the little things? No, absolutely not. Absolutely not. What? Not because you didn't like the Denzel Washington movie? I thought that it was C plus, C minus on a on. A, if I'm being really, really honest, and I wouldn't recommend it to anybody because I felt like Denzel carried that movie on his back limping. That that's my final thought. You didn't like Rami Malek? Nah, he's not on Denzel's level. Is that what you're saying? I'm saying I didn't like his face. His facial expressions really bothered me. His cadence was all over the place. He did not convince me that he was this tormented man after, wait, you know what? I'm not going to give any spoilers away. After one of the final acts, his acting to me went down. And I just, and then the ending was just so ambiguous. I just, nope, not a fan. So for me, I give it, I give it a, a C plus. Only because I, I didn't have the issues with uh, Rami Malek like as you did. I felt like the acting. I mean, you have three Academy Award winning actors in this movie, right? Mm-hmm. So I felt the acting was it was top notch. Denzel did his thing as Denzel always does. Jared Leto was super creepy as the as the suspect. Uh, Rami Malek he was serviceable, you know. I just felt like the plot was weak as fuck. Um, like the, the, I mean, well, the script was weak as fuck. The plot was it meandered yep. in a way. You know what I'm saying? Like it, it was uneven. It went like it was going to be a slow burn that leads up to like this, this climatic in- ending and the twist. Like the twist was not. It's like. For the movie, I, I, I've said this, like uh, Shutter Island, right? At the end of this movie, like you're wondering, like, was he crazy all the time or did they make him crazy because they gave him a, a lobotomy or whatever? You know what I'm saying? Like that, but I don't feel that the movie earned the ending. You know what I'm saying? It's just like, to me, I was like, it was subpar to me. Uh, I felt like it was a disappointment in a way, but I'll give it a C plus only because it's Denzel. And it's Black History Month, and I'm not shitting on Denzel. I mean, never Give ever that man on Denzel. <laughs> never ever shit on Denzel. But um, yeah, I can't. I can't in good conscience recommend that movie to anybody because I felt like nah, didn't do it for me. But okay, um, what's a good song you're playing right now? Oof, good song that I'm playing right now 
is by Black Coffee. It's called Never Forget. Love that song. Another song I'm obsessed with is by Olivier St. Louis called Running Wild, the extended version. For me, I'm going to go with a Selection Radio, episode 490. I was bumping at the day. I loved it. I was playing, I was listening to it in the gym and got, it started out like, it had like some samples to like 90s R&B and shit on there like that. It was really dope. If you haven't listened to it, if you don't listen to Selection, listen to Selection. It's dope. That's what I'm fucking with right now. And did, did you suggest that song to me today? No. What, the one that I just said, The Runner Wild? Which song was that? Runner Wild. Me a song. It's yeah. by Olivier St. Louis, Running Wild. Okay. Fantastic. I had never heard of him. I had never heard of him before. Yeah, no, he's, he's very I don't know if you ever heard of Odd I C O D D I S E E. he's a rapper, but he runs with them. He's um that's what I'm looking for. He's like eclectic hip hop, modern R and B, like a mixture in terms of mm. very, very amazing sound. He has some amazing guitarists. And that song is very funky. Gives me a very like um, Michael Jackson Prince vibe of like the early '90s. I dig it. So yeah, I would I would suggest anybody check it out. And his album, that whole album is pretty good. Well, there you have it. Um, this wraps up another episode of Intimate Revelations. Um, Amina, thank you for. You know, vibing with me, That's rocking out. Weird. We done rocked out for an hour and a half. Very I felt like we had a great conversation. I enjoyed you. I appreciate you for coming. Um, for do you have anything coming up? Anything dope that you're working on? Like, what's up? Let the people know. I mean, yeah, but I like to just you know Mm-mm. work in silence nope. like lasagna. Nah, man, nah. Let, I've learned let my the people put about, let the people put good vibes out there for you, bro, man. You know what? Everybody, put your vibes out to being the best versions of yourselves. Because as you're doing that, you're making me the better version of me too. So that's the kind of energy I'm putting out there. Just positivity like and love that. within. That's that's what I'm asking people to do. Do you want do you want to plug your social medias? Uh sure. Yeah. Follow me on Instagram, Amina Level at Amina Level. A-M-I-N-A-L-O-V-E-L-L. Where can I find you on Black Twitter? <laughs> Nowhere. I, I've been in the shadows on Black Twitter. <laughs> for sure, for sure. I learned. Well, again, man. I, post. I appreciate you coming through, man. And uh, this ends another episode of Intimate Revelations. Thank you. Love you. Peace. <laughs>